0: Here we have reached the sixth day of awe, which corresponds to the sixth commandment. And again, the second half of the Ten Commandments deal with man's relationship with man. And commandment number six is, thou shalt not kill. Seems pretty easy enough, right? I mean, what's there to meditate on? What's there to reflect on? I've not pulled out a gun and killed anybody, I've, you know, no matter how much I've imagined it in my mind after being angry with somebody and imagining me stabbing them, I've never really physically done it. Ah, ah, ah. There we go. I haven't physically committed the act. But what did Yeshua say about hatred and about adultery? He said that if you hate your brother in your heart, you've committed murder already. And if you look upon a woman to lust after her, you've committed adultery in your heart already. So you may have not have physically killed or murdered anyone, but have you murdered them in your heart? Have you hated them and disrespected them and have been so angry with them that you've imagined murdering them? Okay, let's take it outside of the imagination and put it into this realm outside our bodies. We may not have killed someone physically, but have we killed someone spiritually? In other words, have we assassinated their character? Have we killed them verbally by falsely accusing them, by slandering them, by gossiping about them, by making fun of them, by belittling them, by embarrassing them? You know, in Judaism, they consider Lashon Hara, which is the evil tongue, which incorporates uh, and and encompasses gossip and slander and criticism and ridicule and embarrassment and shame. That if you have verbally shamed someone or even verbally angered someone to the point where they blush, you have committed a spiritual act of murder. You're saying to yourself, how is this so? How could this be? Well. What what is murder? Murder is a a shedding of blood. It's represented by a shedding of blood. When when Cain killed Abel, his blood cried out to the Lord. And so blood represents life. And when blood is shed, it represents death. And so what is blushing? Blushing is when blood comes to the surface of your skin and causes that rosy red tone. Whether it's out of shame, you blush or out of anger that you blush now all of us could sit back and ask ourselves have i have i assassinated someone's character have i spiritually killed someone by shaming them by by being ang- by causing them to be angry with me have i slandered them belittled them made fun of them ridiculed them have i gossiped about them have i spoken evil against them have i committed lashon hara the evil tongue if you have you can bet that you've murdered someone spiritually in your heart and this is the time to think of those people and not only think of the people you've done this to but pe- think of the people that have done this to you and in either case you are to go to that person and make it right if you have if you have been the the perpetrator and somebody else has been the victim you go and sincerely apologize and ask for forgiveness and if somebody is, has done this to you then you go to them and say, you know, I can't help but remember that you did this to me. And I want to let you know that I love you and I forgive you anyway. Don't wait for the person to come to you because it'll probably never happen. And then these last five days of awe where we work on our relationship between our fellow uh, human being. Th- think, if you, have, if you have spiritually killed anybody. And go to that person and reconcile things and make it right. And, forgi- and, and, and get forgiveness from the other person and forgive other people who have harmed you and done you wrong. Because on Yom Kippur, when we repent of our sins and ask God to forgive us, he won't be able to forgive us unless we have forgiven our fellow man. He said, if you bring a sacrifice to the altar and remember that a brother has ought against you, leave your gift there and go and reconcile to your brother and then come back. That's the way it should be done, folks. Thanks for listening. Go out there and have a great day. God bless. Here we are, day seven of the ten days of awe. We're a week into the ten days of awe. And the seventh commandment is, thou shalt not commit adultery. And as I said yesterday, recall the passage where Yeshua said, If you look upon a woman and lust after her, you've already committed adultery in your heart. I mean, on the surface, thou shalt not commit commit adultery seems very simplistic enough. Oh, it's easy for me not to jump in bed with somebody else that's not my spouse. But Yeshua goes deeper because the sin starts in the heart. It starts in the mind before it manifests physically on the outside. Before somebody physically commits an act of adultery. They fantasized about it. They've entertained the thought. They've they've planned and, and connived and schemed on maybe how they could actually do this and pull this off without getting caught. It starts in the heart. It starts in the mind before it actually comes to fruition in the outside world in the flesh. So we must reflect and ask ourselves today, have we been unfaithful to our spouse or to our loved ones? I mean, have you watched a movie and you know saw a, saw somebody you were attracted to and and then the gears just start going in your head and you start fantasizing we need to repent we need to rebuke that and repent of those those thoughts and those activities maybe you and your spouse haven't been getting along lately or, or felt like that you're more roommates than, than husband and wife. And, and maybe your relationship has grown cold and you've grown apart. And maybe at work, there's a coworker of the opposite sex that, you know, maybe you talk to at lunch or on break time and, and you've been sharing some things and you, you're starting to become intimate, intimate friends. And you're sharing and talking about things that, those of the opposite sex really shouldn't be talking about. Maybe you're even talking about the problems that you're having in your marriage, and you found a sympathetic ear. This is the pathway to adultery. Now, granted, men are more likely to commit adultery in their hearts by fantasizing because we are, we are hardwired to be visually stimulated. But a woman, on the other hand, becomes unfaithful emotionally where they get attached to uh, somebody of the opposite sex and start having a flirtatious type verbal relationship or start sharing intimate secrets. And there's an emotional support base there that that is really reserved for spouses and not for just buddies of the opposite sex. So you've got to ask yourself, have I compromised my marriage and my relationship with, with my spouse by committing spiritual? Or emotional adultery in my heart or out in the workplace or out in this world and and we need to cut those relationships off if we forge them and we need to create healthy boundaries so that we don't cross those lines again and we need to reconcile things with our spouse I, re- I recall six years into my marriage I remember one day rolling over and looking at my wife still sleeping I'm like who the heck is she We had grown apart within the six years. What we didn't anticipate is we thought, oh, we get married, we live happily ever after. We failed to understand and recognize that even though we get married, we grow and change and evolve as individuals. And we need to keep up with those changes. And what that means is dating doesn't stop after you slip on the wedding band. You need to have a regular time where you go out on dates. Now, this commandment can also be taken to the spiritual level. Uh, in, In God's eyes, what is spiritual adultery? In God's eyes. In God's eyes, it's when you put anything else before him. Idolatry is spiritual adultery. It's alluded to and it's allegorized over and over by the prophets in the scriptures. That idolatry is just like cheating on your spouse. And we've got to ask ourselves too, is there anything that we've put in place of God or ahead of God or that we've lusted after or sought after or have been more intimate with than God? And if so, we need to end that relationship and repent of the spiritual adultery against God. It kind of harkens back to, you shall have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not commit adultery, O oh Lord, reveal to us any improper thoughts, or actions, or relationships that we have may have forged over the year, and help us in Yeshua's name to bring them to an end, to repent and reconcile and mend our relationship with, with our spouse. In Yeshua's name, amen.